This is Unconventional Knowledge, the podcast that takes a look at the information hidden below the surface. Each episode, we ask an expert to give us an insider's perspective on a current event. Today, economic policy expert Dr. Emmanuel Martin explains the role of accountability in functioning democracies and looks at accountability issues in the French governance model. Accountability is a very important notion for a functional democracy and for what we sometimes refer to as good governance. In that realm, it of course applies to public decision makers and top bureaucrats, policymakers. But first, what is accountability? Some academics have tried to describe its composing uh, characteristics. Um, transparency with a framework such as freedom of information, liability, and that is the application of sanctions, controllability of policymakers or bureaucrats, responsibility, meaning that they need to respect rules, but also responsiveness, meaning that they be reactive to demands or needs. Other researchers see accountability more as a form of forum uh, before which accountable decision makers have the obligation to supply information about their decisions, discuss and justify them, and of course face uh, consequences for them. Accountability is a good thing, but it faces obstacles. And here I sometimes give a few examples from my my, my country, uh, France. Um, I would say that there are two types of obstacles internal and institutional. I deal with both in my latest GIS report, uh, but here I think I will focus on, on the second type, uh, as I see institutional obstacles as the more problematic um, ones for uh, accountability. That is, there are um, mechanisms at the institutional level that prevent top decision makers from bearing responsibility for their decisions, that is, to be held accountable. And that obviously is very much anti-democratic as uh, accountability, again, is just as the rule of law is a defining component of democracy. It, um, it's essential and the, the accountability deficit actually creates a dysfunctional democracy. Now, to go back to the forum idea, a forum be before which, you know, decision makers, policymakers, in our case, have to justify their action. What kind of forum are we talking about? I'd say that there are two types, decentralized and centralized. By decentralized, I mean citizens are deeply involved in the process to make their policymakers accountable. In such a system, in such countries, you have a strong culture of accountability that has been integrated by policymakers and citizens. Typically, countries with a high level of trust as, as a trust as a sociological value. Now, what I'm trying to show in my latest GIS report is that in some countries, such as France, my country, you rather have a centralized forum. There are regulations and formal processes supposedly applying to top policymakers, but to some extent, this system pretends there is a high degree of accountability, but it's rather a kind of decorum, if you want. When there is not a culture of accountability, and all, all you have is just this, a decorum. I find that 
a country with a strong tradition of centralized state as opposed to subsidiarity, with a strong emphasis on equality, such as the French Republic, well, it has an accountability deficit. Why is that so? The first reason is that um, it is very elitist. The enlightened elite guides the people. So by definition, the elite is above the people. It's just hard uh, for the people to hold this elite accountable. In truth, the uh, Republican um, French ideal relied on an idealized elite that served the public interest. But as you could expect, power is power, and the uh, irreproachable, incorruptible class of top civil servants has, at least for many of them, turned into, well, cronies, revolving doors, experts, and conflict of interest uh, specialists, which is, of course, bad for accountability in public policy. Another, reasons, another reason for this uh, accountability deficit is that in a centralized system, you have a distance between the citizen and the centralized state, and it prevents control by the citizen. And worse in the French case, uh, the worst, worst thing is that, paradoxically, our type of decentralized model is actually very complex. It's a very complex decentralization in which you you do not know which taxes fund what, who paid for what, for which public services. It's very complex. And it's actually increasing that phenomenon of accountability deficit. The fact also that we have a, in France again, a president and a prime minister as, you know, the executive. The prime minister serves as some sort of a fuse box, which means that the president really is not accountable until the next election. And, well, this irresponsibility at the top, if you will, actually deplicates itself in the lower echelons. Of course, a system, another reason, a system in which the parliament is not exactly doing its job of controlling public spending, which should be its first mission. Um, for sociological reasons, because in France, a lot of lawmakers actually come from the administration they are supposed to control. Um, well, that is problematic. Then another reason for um, this accountability deficit is fiscal illusion. It's a huge issue. Fiscal illusion, you know, it's all those techniques so that citizens don't see or do not feel the cost of government spending. And it prevents them from having a clear information about spending and thus from having a clear incentive you know, to ask for accounts, if you will. So fiscal illusion techniques uh, really are damaging democracy. They range from small indirect taxes, uh, hidden taxes, public debt, of course, um, but also making sure that a majority of households do not pay the direct income tax, you know, the one that hurts, and that gives you an incentive to ask for accounts. Um, all those things actually pull us away from a clear uh, democratic contract in which I know I pay taxes and I know how much and I know what I get in return. And it gives me an incentive to, you know, hold my policymakers accountable. When you don't have that, when you because of fiscal illusion, you're not able to 
no, uh, you don't have the incentive to hold your policymakers accountable. And it's actually getting us closer and closer to technocracy. Uh, in this system, the policymaking elite is actually protected by the decorum. Um, in a way, if you were the top, is holding itself accountable. And the citizens almost don't have a say. Of course, we have elections. Of course, the media. I'm not saying we're not a, a democracy. I'm not saying this is autocracy or whatever. But um, there is no genuine culture of accountability, which you'd find in countries with a strong tradition of subsidiarity and where citizens actually are more involved in uh, collective uh, decision-making. And obviously, this has a huge impact on public finances. When you don't have accountability, well, that's usually bad news for public finances. And I fear today that Europe is actually based on this model of accountability, by the way, you know, centralized. And uh, again, it will produce, and it does produce an accountability deficit. And the issue I see is that we are going in that direction of less and less accountability, especially with the you know, the recent crises that we've had and that have forced us to accept emergency measures. And usually emergency measures are not good for accountability. Uh, and the war in Ukraine also has been a very convenient shield for policymakers partly responsible for inflation uh, through expansionary monetary policy or for the energy crisis in Europe. They, in both cases, policymakers have used the excuse, the pretext of the war in Ukraine, uh, which explains, partly explains, or COVID, but which does not explain um, everything. Um, and again, it's bad for uh, accountability. I hope this explanation from Dr. Emmanuel Martin helped you understand the importance of accountability in political systems. For more on this topic, please check out our website at gsreportsonline.com or follow us on social media.